it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What's going on, everybody? It's Ricky the Blue with TechSideline.com, the associate editor and football beat writer for TechSideline. Uh, just wanted to go ahead and give you guys a quick uh, audio recap to go on our podcast page uh, from the West Virginia game. Uh, I'm recording this uh, late Monday night. We had a, a, a long night uh, after the game, and we were able to get back uh, this afternoon. And we've finally been able to kind of uh, get back rested and, and kind of digest on what we saw uh, Sunday night against the Mountaineers. So I just want to go over some quick things that were kind of big observations for me. I put a, a, a post on the message board. You might have already saw that for us, our uh, subscribers on what I kind of my observations from the game. So I just want to go over some of those. Uh, number one, obviously, it seems like Josh Jackson is indeed the real deal. Uh, Josh Jackson had a great game, no turnovers. Uh, really showed his ability rushing the football. He had 101 yards rushing with a touchdown. Uh, also, he threw the ball efficiently. He did have some some bad throws in, in, in the in the opening drives, but I felt like once he got kind of comfortable, we saw uh, the, kind of the Josh Jackson we can expect to see the rest of the year. Um, Chris and myself and even Will, we've all kind of hinted that none of us really thought that Josh Jackson's play would be a concern heading into this season. Uh, just because of the way Justin Fuente and Brad Cornelson developed their quarterbacks. And I think we saw that uh, on display Sunday night. Um, I think that the system that Virginia Tech has at quarterback lends itself to playing really whoever at that position as long as they are intelligent and they're able to, to get the ball where it needs to be and they take care of the football and they value the football. And Josh Jackson certainly did that. Well, I thought it was very interesting that Tech really leaned on the running game last night. I, I kind of expected them to do that. They carried the ball 45 times last night and actually averaged over five yards a carry, which is pretty solid. Uh, I thought that that allowed uh, Virginia Tech to take some of the pressure off of Josh Jackson. It kept West Virginia from really bearing down and, and bringing a lot of heat against Josh Jackson, which I think was another way that Tech was able to kind of uh, comfort Jackson uh, when he was dropping back to throw. Uh, Jackson obviously led the team in rushing with over 100 yards. Deshaun McLeese came in, did some great things on limited carries. Stephen Peoples kind of seemed to be the the big body that they would that would pound up the middle to try and soften up that West Virginia defense. We saw Trayvon McMillan get a touchdown. He ran for 34 yards, and we also saw some of those those sweet plays from Sean Savoy and James Clark. All in all, it was a it was a pretty solid day on the ground for Virginia Tech. And again, the big key was no turnovers. Let's kind of go to, to some of the negatives that we saw from yesterday. Obviously, the defense gave up a ton of yards, only 24 points, but they definitely gave up a ton of yards, especially on the air. Will Greer had a day, 31 of 53 with 371 yards and three touchdowns. He was sacked twice, but it seemed like Greer basically did whatever he wanted to back there. Uh, Virginia Tech seemed to get beat on multiple times on the back end, but I think one of the biggest reasons that occurred was that they weren't able to get a great pass rush. Like you said, or like I said, two sacks on 53 passing attempts is not that great. It seemed like Will Gear had several third down plays where he was able to 
really just kind of survey the field and wait for a receiver to find a hole in the zone or or get uh, shake loose of his man in man-to-man coverage. That pass rush is going to have to get better. I know that Tim Settle, Ricky Walker, uh, Trayvon Hill, Vinny Mahota, they played a lot of snaps last night because Virginia Tech is concerned about their defensive line depth. But the pass rush is going to have to get better if Virginia Tech is going to realize their potential this season, especially when they face Clemson in just a few weeks in Blacksburg. Uh, the other big concerning thing to me was that Joey Sly goes over, uh, goes two for three on field goals. Uh, both of those misses inside 40 yards. Generally speaking, Joey Sly is extremely reliable on that distance. Uh, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. I, I'm pretty sure that that will not become a trend, but you never know. We'll, we'll have to find out, but Tech is going to need him to be a very reliable kicker inside 40 to 45 yards. The other uh, kind of negative that I noticed was that the, the young receivers didn't do a whole lot. Uh, Cam Phillips had seven catches. Sean Savoy had four. And then, as Chris Coleman wrote in his uh, or his, his, his article this morning, um, the other three other receivers combined for four catches, and it was C.J. Carroll, Chris Cunningham, and Trayvon McMillan. Uh, we didn't see much of Hezekiah Grimsley. We didn't see much of James Clark receiving. We didn't see much of Khalil Pimpleton receiving, Philip Patterson, Eric Kuma. None of those young guys or new guys in James Clark's case really made a huge impact in the receiving game. I think Virginia Tech is going to have to get better receiving play from those guys if they want to win further and further down the road. You will see a team in the future and possibly in the near future bracket Cam Phillips and basically double him on every play and make those other receivers beat their defensive backs. And if they can't do it, Virginia Tech's offense could be in a little bit of a trouble. Uh, all right, folks, that's all I got for you. Just a, a quick kind of recap and some, some general thoughts from yesterday's game. Uh, Chris Coleman's article is posted this morning. If you're a subscriber, you can go ahead and read that. If you haven't already, go ahead and read my game recap from uh, early, early Monday morning right after the game. And also, Will Stewart will have his uh, Tuesday thoughts coming in uh, later today. So thank you, everyone. I really appreciate it. And we'll be back later this week for another episode of the regular TSL podcast.